Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Nick Squared Podcast. I am young, hip Nick. I'm the old man in the group, Nick the Elder. We're here today with co-founder of Proact IT Solutions, Jay. Yeah, that's, that's close enough. Yeah. <laughs> That'll work. That's, a, that's what he wants his superhero <laughs> yeah, title to be. <laughs> Put that on a cape. Yeah. He's come here to help us talk about movies. Well, hold on, hold on. And who is he in relation to you? Oh, he's my father-in-law. All right, so tell us, how much do you hate Nick? It's okay. Man, I this love is, this guy. That's a lie. I it's love a, this cut, guy. Cut, that's a lie. Nah. <laughs> tell, tell me the dirty secrets. The people want to know. No, you know, I, I was very critical of Ariel's boyfriends. And when she introduced me to Nick, I was like... Wow, he, she can do worse. Yeah. Yeah, I was thank, like, you know... Thank God, this guy's a complete dweeb. He's never going to cheat on her. <laughs> That was it. That was it. I was like, this guy's stuck. Man. He's, 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 he's like, he's, he's, he's better than this. Man. Let's go. Dodged a bullet there. Uh, oh no, so today's episode is all about movies. Movies we love, movies we hate, movies we didn't even see. Yeah. There's a lot of movies. Yeah, I haven't seen any movies this year. Other than streaming. Okay. I'm about to say not a single movie? It's it's kind of weird. I I feel like when I was younger, when I was a kid, I feel like movies coming out, there wasn't a lot. Like, I feel like when a, when a new movie came out, it was like once or twice a month, you had your big release weekend. Yeah. And now it's like every other day, it is movies, 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 straight to DVD, straight to streaming, straight to this, straight to that. More than you can finish in a year. I feel like that. And I feel like everybody's now got a movie company out. There's yeah. just, like, I remember MGM was big, Disney, was, you get like your couple of big people. Now it's... I go to sit down and watch a movie, and I got to sit through 14 promotional logos flashing on the screen, brought to you by this guy, and that guy, and also this guy, and this guy over here, and these three people made <laughs> this movie, there's too. There's a lot of executive producers now. Yeah, mm-hmm. that title used to mean something. Now everybody's an executive producer. Well, it usually lines up with the first 10 actors. You'll yeah, yeah. yeah. You'll see the same actors make their movies now. I wonder if they made enough money and they're like, "I want to do a movie like this," and everyone was like, "No," and they were like, <laughs> "We're gonna do it anyway. We're gonna do it anyway. We're gonna do it anyway." Now it does work out sometimes. Oh yeah. So I think Ryan Reynolds has a big play or a big part to play in the Deadpool movies, mm-hmm. and yeah, they've been good. He, they've been very good. Yeah. Um, you guys ever heard of A twenty four? No. Now that's a that's a movie studio that says yes to their creators. <laughs> You know A24 movies, yeah. right? Like yeah. The Lighthouse, The Witch, Hereditary. Oh no, I know Hereditary. Yeah, they just say yes. They say, you want to make this? Yeah. They're Have the Nicolas Cage of, of, yes, of production exactly. companies? Have you seen The Northman? Yes. See, they just let their creatives do what they want. Oh, I love that movie. The first half made me want to do push-ups. Uh, uh, it was alright. <laughs> first half was good. I just it got felt, a little weird for you. It got weird, but I also felt bad that uh, that Skarsgård had to walk around like this. Oh, the my neck hurt. My neck yes. hurt after watching that movie. And if you passed by, you just saw how hunched over he yeah. was, and I was like, "Man, that's got to be killer yeah, on your back." But no, so uh, I'm sure. And we talked a little before the episode. Movie trailers. I used to be really big into movie trailers. Like, oh, they used to be. That used to be how you found out about movies. Yeah, like like I would get upset. Um, Amber and I, when we were first dating, we didn't. We weren't cool. We didn't have anything to do. So if we had a Saturday off, we would go to the mall and we would watch a movie at like 10 a.m. and then leave the movie theater, go have lunch at the food court, walk around a little bit, go watch another movie at 2, come back out, walk around, have dinner or something, and then go watch a third movie. That was our 
That was our date That's day. Awesome. And we'd see and we would we would watch random movies that were like, I've never heard of this. Yeah, but we got three movies to watch. But I would get upset if we couldn't be there for the trailers. Because like you said, that's that's how you found out. Ooh, I want to see that. Or no. Yeah, it, inevitably, I'm in the car with someone on the way to the theater. And they're like, hey, well, let's stop and get this. I'm like, but, but we no. Right. Yeah. We'll just miss the previews. I'm like, miss the previews? Let's just miss the end of the movie, why don't we? <laughs> Drove me crazy. Yeah, I love previews. I love, big fan of previews. But now, and I remember when the Star Wars Force Awakens came out. They announced that there were going to be a trailer release like two weeks out. And yeah. I ran to work and I told everybody I knew... Force Awakens trailer. We got a Force Awakens trailer. I was pumped. And the first time I saw the trailer, and you're watching the TIE fighter chase the Millennium Falcon, and you're watching it do that drift move off to the mm-hmm. side, and you're hearing the noises. It was awesome. Then I watched people's reactions to the trailer. <laughs> I watched people crying as they watched it. I think Kevin Smith cries at, at everything Star Wars. Yeah. And so he releases a video. Hashtag Kevin Smith. Um, he released a video of him crying watching it. So I cried with him. Of course. It's awesome. It gets emotional about Star Wars. Yeah, because it's great. It is. It's great. Have you noticed that there's trailers for trailers now? No. What? Like they'll show a trailer. It says trailer in two weeks. Yeah. And they'll oh. show clips. Like why? Why don't you just release no, the trailer? I, I didn't. Re- I always thought they were just releasing... Another trailer? Well, here's the thing. Now you get money off of YouTube. So they get money from their trailers. We broke a 30-second trailer up into four bits. <laughs> Continue for part two. Yeah, they'll get 8 million views on a trailer. That's money. That's I, ad money. I miss trailers that had the voiceover. Oh, yeah, the voiceover guy? Like, in, in a world. In a world. In a world. And they don't, they don't have that anymore. No, they all had to hit it. No. But, but now you watch trailers and it's usually explosions and then somebody just staring off. Yeah. And then more explosions. Yes. Coming fall. Transformers 97. Well, you can... Uh, one thing I do like to do, because I'm trying to introduce Beth to, to, you know, the classic movies, you know, like Xanadu and, you know, things like that. And I love to pull up the preview so that she can get a little taste of what it is. And yeah. it's just so dated. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh trailers pre-1990 are wild. Yes. Um, well, now, how many of y'all have watched a trailer where you're like, this trailer looks fantastic. This is all I know of the movie. I'm not going to research anything out. This is it. This is all I know is this trailer. You go watch the movie and you realize every good thing about that, oh, that movie. happens all the time now. Yes. Yeah. It used to not, not, not give away too much. Yeah. And I think other super nerds have really ruined it as well because they'll be like, Star Wars trailer dropped. And then 30 minutes later, they post a YouTube video. I went frame by frame. And here's the little hidden eggs. Look at this guy's yes. foot over here. Because like when Mandalorian came out and they found that guy standing off in the back one of the yeah. episodes. I watched the episode three times and didn't notice it. Yeah. And he's like, I watched it frame by frame. You had nothing better to do <laughs> than to watch this frame just, by frame. Just watch the TV show, yeah, just man. enjoy it. Enjoy things. Yeah, I just wanted to shake my finger at the young people today. Just enjoy a movie. Yeah. But no, no I don't watch trailers nearly as much anymore. I don't care. Too much can be given away, first off. Yeah, I know that's Beth's general rule. It's like she doesn't like to watch trailers of a movie that she wants to go see. And I've started to adopt that because they really do. In some cases, that I mean, there's major spoilers mm-hmm. in the preview. The, the problem is they've made the trailers an experience in a, of themselves. So yeah. they have to make the trailer entertaining on its own. Yeah, or who's going to watch it? Exactly, because before, a trailer was there to let you know the movie existed. Yeah. Now we all know the movie exists months years ahead of time 
Well, I think they, they tried to get on the hype train too early because now it's not a coming out this fall. We have a new movie. It's coming out in three and a half years. Exactly. We just signed on our first writer. We have no script. We have no plot. We have no idea what we're doing, but coming to a theater near you. Yeah, I mean, in 2026. 2026. And, and now people are sitting there waiting for the first images from this movie yeah. to see what a character looks like and something like that. That's... And that's a bit much. And now you've got people that are sneaking phones onto sets. So mm-hmm. you're seeing like, look at this person. And I mean, they, they're dialing it down. I remember when, um, what was it? Uh, the Spider-Man movie. Was it not No Way Home? Was it No Way yeah, Home? No, no Way Home. And they, they saw, um, was it Andrew Garfield land in an airport yeah. near where they were filming. And they were like, no, got him. They got the guy. Took pictures of him. And I'm like, you're ruining this Man. for everybody. Like, How cool would it have been if you had no idea? If you had no idea. That's the thing. There's no moments that you have no idea anymore. So Tyler Perry, um, I think he bought what used to be the military base. I think he bought Fort McPherson. And I don't think he's doing it anymore, but he had this idea because it's already this giant military base with an airfield and everything's fenced Land in and there. stuff. And well, his idea was to put a hotel there and a few restaurants and put movie sets in the hangars to where famous people could fly in Stay completely away from the public. Yeah. Film a movie in complete, you know, seclusion, and then fly out, and nobody would ever know what That's they were smart. doing. That's cool. I thought that was a neat idea, but then I also think, in with today's climate, if you didn't have that, if you didn't have these random pictures circulating and going viral about your movie years before your movie came out, would anybody, anybody beside us old geezers, want to go watch it? I think part of it is, uh, is marketed. I mean, all these leaks. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, come right. on. Except for, uh, what's the new Spider-Man's name? Toby? No. Andrew? No. What's the other? One more. Tom one more. Holland. Tom Holland. I think he actually accidentally leaks everything. I think <laughs> I think he did it once. He just got loose. And I think they made that his whole thing after that. To make They really want... Marvel's Part of Marvel's strategy is to make you care about those actors. Sure. Um, because... I, you know, I think though because I've watched interviews where he's been like, they don't even give me the full script, and I I believe that mm-hmm. to an extent. It could be true. Who knows? Yeah, I'm so untrustworthy when it comes to big media companies that it's yeah. like, yeah. Well, I mean, I've heard that uh, um, Mark Hamill was told the reveal of Darth Vader being his father. They had filmed it to where it was him saying, you know, Luke, I killed your father, and that's what they or told Obi Wan killed your father, or Obi Wan, yeah, and that's what they told everybody, and then. George brought him in right before they filmed it, and he said, I know. He knows. Now you're going to know. And we've known the whole time, and it hasn't gotten out. So if you say something, we know it got out from you. And then he said during the big the big reveal when they watched the movie that uh, that the cast like all just turned and looked at him like, how could you not tell us? And I'm like, the days of those secrets are... George held a gun to my head. What yeah. do you want? Do you want? <laughs> he said he didn't have a choice. He had a real lightsaber. Right? There's <laughs> nothing I could do. But now, nowadays, I think that the moment they'd be like, oh, I'm going to tell you a secret, they go, hold on a second. Go ahead. I'm not recording. <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking at my go reflection yeah. on the phone. Yeah, go ahead. I promise this isn't already out on Twitter and Facebook, and I'm going viral right now. Go ahead. But I, I think it is. And I think uh, one thing that, that I was talking with somebody at work about, was they said that now, you know, with, with the death of movie stars, you know, movie stars aren't really a thing anymore. But you've even got people who randomly pop up on like TikTok and Instagram and Facebook that one or two videos go viral and they've got 10 million followers in a weekend 
And now they're bigger than any star. People yeah, are, people pe- know their name more than they know yeah, these they, star they, names. they know these people's names. And I mean, you, you think about, you know, the art of making movies and, and, and being an actor and an actress. And then you got people like the Kardashians and these other famous people where at the end of the day, like, what, what do you do? The, the, what have they added? What have you added? Um, so, I don't know. But trailers, I, I used to get excited. Now I get surprised because I'll, I'll be doing something and it'll be like a trailer dropped. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know they were making this movie because I just ignored all of you people this entire time. Um, but like the Mario trailer. That was oh, a, yeah. That was a good trailer. That was a good trailer. The yeah. second real trailer, I guess, the, the, it was even better. We got yeah. the Mario Kart. Yeah, Don oh, Kong, yeah. you got me. It was, it was a good trailer. When does that come out? I don't know. I don't know. Four <laughs> years. Five years. <laughs> I mean, even TV shows now, that, you know, House of the Dragon, smashing success. And they're, you ready for the next season? It's two Jeez. years. That like, devastated me when yeah. I learned that. Why? What do you mean two years? What, you all weren't making another one already? Yeah. No, they're like, ah, we'll start in six months. Give us time. Give us time. Now, I know a lot of people will give, you know, the Matrix trilogy or... It's not really a trilogy anymore. Not anymore. Like 47 of them suck. It's still a trilogy. I, I refuse. Anyway. But I just remember, you know, waiting for years for, for part two to come out. And I just thought that was incredible that you had part two at, uh, around, I think, the spring of that year. And by by the fall, you had the, the finale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And while it lacked a lot of things... <laughs> um, I, I thought that was phenomenal that that they, they recorded both yeah. movies at the same time. I thought it was smart from an economic sense and from a fan sense that uh, that they would. Oh, that was kind of new and interesting. Yeah, yeah. Well, what, Lord of the Rings. I I, I didn't I say uh, Yeah, yeah they, I didn't appreciate it as much because I was a child when they came out. But looking back, we got to see a a, a good Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. movie every year for three years yeah and i mean the cast i remember uh, a lot of them bought houses in new zealand because mm-hmm. they were like you know we're we're, we're here yep and and I, i've i've uh, watched interviews where they're like you know we filmed for three weeks and then we took three weeks off and then i had to come back to reshoot a few things and then and, and then other movies are like no we're here for eight months filming five days a week and it is you know nighttime scenes are filmed at night daytime scenes are filmed during the day um, but Lord of the Rings, I like being at location. There was a purity to that, to that trilogy that that I still love. You yes. know, just the yeah cinematically. I, and the thing about filming it all at once is it was so coherent. Mm-hmm. Nobody had to re- go back and try to remember what did we do last, and yeah. and it would just had the same feeling. It felt hopeful throughout. It was unless where it was intentionally feeling unhopeful. Yeah. Um, yeah, that movie, those movies were amazing. I, I can't find anything wrong with them. No. no. But I also think them winning every award that's ever existed in the <laughs> Literally history. sweeps. They, yeah, I think the moment they did that, they were all like, hey, when are we filming that next why, one? Why mm-hmm. even have a ceremony at that point, no. you know? They're coming up and, yeah. look at what we got, everything. Yeah, yeah immediately yeah, then, they were like, the Hobbit let's happened. get started on The Hobbit. Hey, I don't hate on The Hobbit. If they would have made one movie, I think it would have turned out great. Yeah. It could have been. It could have been. One it movie. wasn't the same. No, it wasn't. The same. But it was still good. It was well, still, still good. my biggest complaint with The Hobbit and with most movies nowadays is I feel like we rely on CG so much. Way too much. Yeah. That practical effects, like when we watched the first Iron Man, 
he had a chest plate on. Yeah, and, yes. and it looked metal. It looked, it looked metal. It looked good. And then all the new ones, it's all CG. It's like, yeah, and they're like, it looks so good. No, it so, looks CG. He looks like that action figure right there. Yeah. As yeah. opposed <laughs> to a big metal man. Yeah. You know? um, Jurassic Park. Love the franchise. The more CG they get with the dinosaurs, the less I like it. There was something about watching the T-Rex come through the waterfall mm-hmm. and you saw the cool. teeth moving around, the cameras shaking around and people are screaming. I was like, oh my gosh, there's, they made a dinosaur. And then yeah. now you watch the new ones and the, the dinosaurs moving too smooth and too yeah. fast. And yeah. it's like, ah, you and your computer programs. I really sound like I'm 97. <laughs> a little bit. Darn kids and your computer dinosaurs in my day. We made dinosaurs. We need more stop motion in movies today. Pinocchio. Did you watch it? Yes, I did. Oh, have you seen Guillermo it? Guillermo del Toro. Yes. Oh my gosh, just watch that. That was so good. That was so out of left field because we just got the Tom Hanks Pinocchio. Yeah. And one of those. <laughs> I watched 10 minutes, so I couldn't watch it. Yeah. No, it was. Ugh. But but I saw um, Del Toro's Pinocchio just it popped up on Netflix and I was like I was like okay let me I guess I'll watch a Pinocchio and I was hooked the my favorite scene is the one where they're they're running through like the circus people and the camera is chasing Pinocchio and you've got everybody's yes. moving here and there one guy's lifting weights and I was like how are they doing this this is magic witchcraft. Incredible but, stop motion. Incredible. I just so can't good. even like I, I would just be in awe at moments where I'm like, somebody and, had to sit there and, and move it. Every yeah. little thing. And and the camera move I mean, all this stuff. Did you guys watch any of the behind the scenes stuff? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't watched it. They yet. showed some of the sizes they made. One of the Pinocchio's head is like a ginormous yeah, like, four I had foot to... wide. Because it was the stuff with cricket, with Jiminy Cricket. And so they're showing oh, like they've got yeah. Jiminy Cricket's that big. And so they've got this giant Pinocchio. Well, they can't the call him that in the movie. No, can't call him that. Can't <laughs> Sebastian. Call him. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, that's weird how copyright certain things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can you can do this. You can't do that. Did you Did you guys know that Kate Blanchett played the monkey in that movie? What? So w- <laughs> we looked up because uh, there was a couple of voices I recognized, and then I made the mistake of looking at the cast, and I was like, everybody is super famous. Yeah, every single people who the monkey, the random animal noises, super famous person. <laughs> <laughs> he called in every favor from every A list yeah. celebrity he could get. Well, you know that's a, that's a South Park uh, thing. You know, yeah, like, they, they would, would just Jay have Leno someone played a cat. <laughs> they'd have somebody grunt, and that would be you know. Yeah. Someone famous, exactly. Yeah. They did it with Vin Diesel and Groot. Yep, mm-hmm. they, they hey. could have gotten any <laughs> voice actor. Voice actors get screwed over in Hollywood all the time. And I didn't realize how much it was till Freddie Prince started uh, being more vocal about yeah. it. Yeah, because he's the voice for the. Uh, he's Kane and Jarrus and Rebels. Yeah, um, and he was talking about how he had to almost go on strike. And they were like, oh, you want more money? And he was like, no, I want them to have more money. Yeah. Nobody's mm-hmm. getting paid here. No, you know? no. It's so, rough being a voice actor. I will say, I, I feel like Vin Diesel, I don't know how much he got paid, but he should have gotten paid a whole lot. Because I found out that when they went back and did the other languages, they just had other people from other with, that could speak these languages fluently do all the voice. Except for him. He had to learn how to say, I am Groot in different languages. <laughs> yeah. And, and he, he did it? He did it. He did oh, it. That's cool. That's your that only reminds one. me... You know the movie Kung Fu Panda? Do I know it? Do okay. I love it? Of yes. Course, yeah. You know, Jack Black's the main star. So, you know, they released that movie in China and they flew Jack Black out there. And he's telling a story like he doesn't understand why he's there because 
He's not in that movie. In China. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. Bring this yeah. other guy back. The guy that actually voiced it. Exactly. Like, Who's this guy? They're taking pictures, doing being Jack Black. He looks like he looks like like yeah. the panda. But he's not in the movie. That's <laughs> good. awesome. Yeah. That's terrible. That's that's good writing. That is, <laughs> that is grade A writing. But no, I thought Pinocchio was fantastic. It was good. And it was, like I said, it came out of left field. I didn't see anything for it. And we're talking about trailers. It was just, every bit of it was pleasantly surprising. Yes. Um, I, I enjoyed it. The kids enjoyed it. I, I think we've watched it twice now. Um, good, just all around good movie. I was literally trying to think of a movie that I enjoyed recently. And I just, it, I watched that last week. Yeah. And, I, and I, it was. It was just an absolute joy to watch. And in today's society, with these with these mega box offices, these huge movie releases, um, you know, we've got to put all this money into this and that. We're talking about a stop motion Pinocchio that went straight to Netflix, yep. beating out ninety percent of them was a straight to Netflix. And I mean, yep. I think once Stranger Things is off Netflix, I probably won't be. Spending a whole lot of time on Netflix. Right. Because they keep making good shows and then canceling them. Yeah, they just canceled um, one called 1899. Um, that was like in their top was a, 10. It was, it was a planned trilogy. Yep. And it was their top 10 around the world and canceled it yep. after one season. Did you guys ever watch Mindhunter? Yes, they canceled that. Canceled that. Mindhunter. It was it had Jonathan Groff in it, and they were they interviewed serial killers. Oh. It was, they worked for Quantico. It was, it was supposed to be loosely inspired. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was supposed to be them coining the phrase serial killers. Yeah, it was them learning that about that. And trying to see that there are patterns that people that would kill mass amounts of people. And then they, they investigated uh, the Atlanta uh, murder yep. where they had closed out, reopened the case because of the show. They're like, maybe mm-hmm. we should look at this again. Phenomenal show. And then, eh, we're not doing Canceled that. Canceled it. Yeah, we're not. Santa Clarita Diet. If anyone's hearing my voice... Change.com signed the petition to get Santa Clarita Diet its third season. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. And we're done. And we're done. Well, you know, HBO Max had a couple series that I'm upset, like Time Traveler's Wife. Yeah. Like, the fact that they canceled that it still blows my mind. Because I thought that was a show. phenomenal... That was exploring the cooler points of that story than the movie did. Yeah. Well, and I, I think... I know we talked about it a little bit earlier. Um... It's no longer about ratings because back in the day you had you know you had Sweeps Week and you mm-hmm. had you had shows that would get keyed in when Big Bang took over the network and it was on every single night and mm-hmm. they would show two or three reruns, new episode, then two or three more reruns. Um, when you had Walking Dead had the had the prime spot, then they did Talking Dead afterwards. Yes. Then they did uh, what was the spinner? Fear, Fear the Walking Dead. You had like six hours of Walking Dead on yeah. prime time. Mm-hmm. So. I think that that's gone now. We don't care about ratings like that on how many people tune in this moment to watch it. Um, and I don't think it's about making a profit anymore. It's about making obscene profits. Yes. Yeah. Because you've got a lot of shows that get other seasons that are trash. And I think that whoever's making that probably knows somebody somewhere mm-hmm. and are getting the, oh, it's okay. But you're making us $8 million. We're really hoping to make $10 million. So we're going to have to let you go. Yep. You just weren't making enough profit. So, that, I, that again, no, that's my opinion. That's what I'm thinking. No, I think you're, I think you nailed it. And now we're getting, we're getting into some reboots that I don't think should happen. Some reboots, Firefly, that just won't. Won't, won't happen right won't there's things happen. that need to come back that aren't yeah and things that should stay 
done. Stay done. Like. Shut your face. Go ahead. Mention it. Shut your face. (laughs) They're they're talking right now. It's in the works. It's in the talk about rebooting Harry Potter franchise. Shut your face. That's the first I heard of it. That's crazy. It's it's the worst idea anyone. Warner Brothers has made no good decisions in, in the. I can't. Other than Game of Thrones, I guess. Um, because the House of Dragon was great, but that's the last good decision that Warner Bros. has made, I think. I think what a lot of them, I think they're struggling with the same thing that like Netflix and HBO, they're, they're doing the same thing. How much money are you making? You're not making me enough. You're out mm-hmm. of here. And I think that they it's become a money grab game. How much, we need to make the most amount of money. And once you make the money, you can afford to tell the stories you want to tell. Because now if you don't make a right. billion dollars, right. that's okay. Because yeah. we, we have these other things. And I think that, that Warner Brothers losing a lot of their uh, their their rights to certain uh, franchises mm-hmm. and stuff really hurt them. Because Disney can afford to make whatever the heck they want to make. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're just going to do what they're going to they, do. Yeah, we got, we got holiday specials nobody asked for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, don't, I didn't watch them. I don't want to watch Star Wars characters with a with a force you know lit up tree i don't care i don't care guardians <laughs> of the galaxy that's nothing yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, love, I love that that's so bad it's that's why boba fett's it. famous yeah. yep um but but like they can do that but i think these other places that they're holding on by a thread they have to make so much profit um and they are they, i think that's the only reason the only reason they're looking to make harry potter again and according to all the critics, according to everybody, is because there's too much money left on the table. Yeah, but there's let, already a fan base there. You got well, a fan base. You yeah. have a, you have multiple yeah. amusement parks, and I mean it's it's not it's like already big. It's yeah, already it's not like Disney where we have to add in multiple things to make a park. It's, no, the whole this whole park Hogwarts is awesome, and you've got adult fans who reread the books, kid fans that are just now experiencing it. Mm-hmm. Fantastic Beasts and Where to yeah. Find Them was supposed to be their prize pony. And it just flopped. Well, let, let, that's what we're. Let me ask you this: You're gonna go see those movies, right? If they make them, Harry Potter remake, Harry Potter. Are you gonna go see them? I don't know. Me neither. I don't think they're gonna make it three movies in. So I think what made Harry Potter so successful? Well, there's, I think there's a number of factors that go into that equation. Um, a good bit of it is like we've discussed before. She caught lightning in a bottle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She hit the best of, of all points. I think the fact that she had a really big role in it yeah. was a big, big key to that. Yeah. You had you had movies like Aragon. I'm a diehard Christopher Paolini fan. Hashtag Christopher Paolini. Um, <laughs> I know he's listening. Um, <laughs> but uh, he got, got Aragon. Phenomenal, phenomenal book series. Mm-hmm. Um, and they made a movie. And they said... You know, we're essentially just going to buy the rights from you. They did it with uh, Percy Jackson. We're just going to buy the rights from you. You worry about the books. We'll make the show. And the movie was terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. You had dwarves that were, you know, fantasy dwarves. Normal people. You had elves. Fantasy elves. No pointed ears. No nothing. Just normal, normal everyday people. And then villains that were villains in the book. That were big villain. Now ah, they're dead. Completely changed it, ruined the whole thing, and killed the project. And they're like, we don't know why this wasn't successful. You didn't listen to any of the source material. It was you, a very different story. Very yes. different story. And I think with her, what made it so magical was they put so much into the set, so much into the scene, so much into all of that. 
Um, I think if they went back and said, hey, we want to redo it, we want to reboot it, do you want to come back on and let's build this together and let's try to do this again um, and maybe tell a slightly different tale, maybe maybe involve some more side characters, I think it could be good. Yeah. Do I think they'll do that? 100% no. No. Also, it's going to be a big bunch of actors standing in a blue room. I, I think they won't go film on set and on site like they did. They won't waste the money on that. I think they'll be like, look, we have all these shots from this other Harry Potter. Put them in there. What What do they have to? What do they have to do with? What are they going to do with it? As I don't understand, like, what is there more to uh, yeah. do? You know what my biggest fear is? Is it's going to turn into? I don't know if you guys watch any of like the uh, the that '70s show reboot, the that '90s show. I haven't seen any of it. They released a trailer for it. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't feel the same. Of course it doesn't. But and the reason why is it one is that when we watched that '70s show, all the kids looked twenty-seven and a half. <laughs> yeah, they Nobody except for uh, except for uh, Mila Kunis. Yeah, but... except for her, she was fourteen. <laughs> Everybody else was like, I'm 16 with a beard down to here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that guy's not 16. Well, now, Eric Foreman looks the exact same now. Yeah, he has he not aged a bit. Yeah. Um, but the rest of them look like adults. Yep. They didn't look like kids. Well, now they brought in like actual kids. Yeah. And so it feels like a Disney, like one of those shows where the parents leave and a butler has to raise them and the kids are like disobedient to the butler. Mm-hmm, and the butler's right. like, oh, darn. <laughs> The kids built a rocket in the attic again. <laughs> and that's what it feels like. And I'm worried we would get that as a Harry Potter. We wouldn't get the stern right. adults. We would get kids running amok and doing whatever they want to do. Maybe. And I'll play devil's advocate. Because um, I did have this conversation recently that there are story elements that they left, you know, that are obviously in the yes. books yeah. that they could explore further. Sure. I, like, I never thought they explored... Harry's grief um, when he lost. Oh, yeah, I don't. I don't know if we. Can, oh yeah, well, we're, yeah spoilers. 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 Yeah, guys. spoilers. Spoilers for Dumbledore's yeah. dead. But um, yeah. the way they explored that, I think in Half Blood Prince, if I'm remembering. Yeah, right, right after Sirius died. Right. Yeah, because because Order of the Phoenix was an extremely dark. It was dark book. Yes. Um. They everybody alienated themselves away from him. Mm-hmm. He felt alone. Mm-hmm. He felt scared. And this only beacon of hope he has is that one guy. Is this one guy that they are planning to yeah. live with? He's planning. He now has a, a a focal point in his life to work towards. And boom. Oh. And then and then in the next book, he's like, "But I live in this magical world. Everything's fine, right?" So you know, and there's all these ghosts, right? Yeah. So. I should be able to still have relationships. In the book it was, yes. It was yeah. in the book he was, I want to try chills. to figure out figure out how to bring him back and, and yep. how to do this. In the movie they said, You're back at school, everything's fine. Quidditch! Why are you worried yeah. about death? Quidditch! Yeah. yeah, and and but the whole first half of the book, if I remember correctly, was mm-hmm. him just desperately hanging on to what, this. What this. we can do, we can pause the podcast real fast and I have the books. Why don't we just do a Why quick just reading? Read yeah, we'll just spend the next couple of hours. Come on, guys. Let's let's reminisce. But it but I you know I feel like that could be explored more. Yeah. Um like actually take that moment where he kind of goes into the ghost world and, and yeah uh, nearly headless Nick. Our third Nick. Which is which is a guest on our podcast by yes. the way. Yes. He's, yeah, I, I forgot. You're right. He has a conversation with him, and he explains to him how ghosts come to be. Right. And that Sirius didn't stay. Mm-hmm. Sirius went. And he's like, yeah, but did you even look? 
did you did you serious? Did you go get, like go well, look for him a little bit more? Well, I seem to remember him saying like I'm not really Nick. Yeah, I'm a snapshot. I'm a moment in time yep. of a horrific act that is stuck in time, and you wouldn't want that anyway. It's just any... like these portraits. Yeah, but you know these are not really these people. This is a a snapshot in time. Didn't have Quidditch. Yeah. Yep, got to get back to time. Just went right back now, to, yeah. So, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Him. Mm-hmm. First one, loved it. Second one, meh. Third one, what happened? Um, it's terrible. I, I didn't... It, what happened is they wanted to make a big, giant Harry Potter-style story instead of making a story in the universe of Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. about Fantastic Beasts exactly. and where to, and find, where to them. find them. It's in the name! <laughs> if I wrote that movie, it would have been about him having wacky adventures and... And fighting mustache twirling poachers. Oh yeah, with really cool hats. Yeah, that mm-hmm. weren't literal Hitler. Yeah, you know, so dumb. Who we, should we be a had, bad guy? We had Hitler and Harry Potter. We yeah, can, Harry Potter can fight Hitler. Now, now, this guy needs to fight poachers. One thing that I think that they're missing out on, and I, I think that they're choosing the easy way out. And y'all can, you all out there in listening land can disagree. I think it's really coming into how can we make the most amount of money. With the light, the less amount or the less amount of cost and the easiest, and the easiest thing to do would be to regurgitate what's already been successful and try to reproduce yeah. it again. Instead of telling the origin story of Hogwarts of the four founders coming together and building a freaking magic castle, that sounds boring. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds <laughs> dumb. Um, show me that. Show me them creating yeah. like the first wands where beforehand they're doing just like hand magic or something, and it's it's very volatile and it hurts people, and so they got to find a way to to focus it. Um, I'd watch that. Yeah, I'd watch that. Give me, give me original stories. But I think also part of the problem is they would have to go and say, J.K. Rowling, can we use your 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 thing again? And can we tell other stories? Will you help us write that? And they hate her so much, they just refuse to use her. But I bet they own the rights. I didn't think about this. I bet the rights for Harry Potter are coming up. Probably that's probably why they're mm, doing this because that's what they do with Fantastic Four. Yeah, they had to release a Fantastic Four and movie, that's or when they made Fant Four stick. Yeah. <laughs> so I wonder. We have cracked the case. Yeah, Good job, Sherlock uh, Holmes. But I, I wonder if the rights are about to come up, and if they either have to make the movies or give it back to her. Mm. And so they're like, we've got to try to make a movie and try to make a little more money off of this. What's the thing? They canceled the whole Wizarding World concept. They said that's a. They shouldn't have done that. No. They shouldn't have done that just because they messed up the one thing. Show me know? the other schools. Yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. show, show me. Was it Durmstrag that were the uh, were Victor Crum in them? That right. that was like a hard school. Yeah. Show me. We we don't have uh, uh, students that we could trade for a little bit. Like, hey, you're going to go study abroad at Durmstrag right. for a season. That'd be some cool stuff to see. Yeah, give the me dragon hatchery. I mean, you yeah, know, uh, d- yeah. Give me give me them being oars. And, and like solving magical crimes and like tracing down, you're watching wisps of magic disappear and they're following the trail and trying to solve. Give me that stuff. Um, now, I will say the best thing that came out of Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, Grindelwald in the first movie was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Grindelwald, or I'm sorry, the second movie. Yeah, yeah. Where he's bringing out blue dragons without saying a spell, standing there with his hands watching the best horrors we have get obliterated like nothing while he's about to burn down was it london or paris or something i think it's paris and he's just going all right guys y'all want to come join me meanwhile voldemort's over there breaking a sweat trying to kill one kid he's just like why won't you die <laughs> this is too hard and, but he's the greatest villain this world's ever seen not grindelwald yeah. shoosh yeah. shoosh we don't we don't like him 
But I'm, I don't know, I'm optimistic. I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic until they put something on paper. The moment they start saying, if they say we're going to do a complete reboot, new Harry, new everything, it's going to be trash. Because yeah, no, I... when you see Daniel Radcliffe, you see Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. I watched, yeah, exactly. Was it Woman in Black? Yeah, I saw Harry Potter the whole time. We were in the movie theater. It's getting better. He's he, he's a great actor. Yeah. But this is the same thing that Mark Hamill faced. This is the yep. same thing. People who do these monumental roles, you know, you'll always see RDJ as Iron Man. You will now. Yeah. You will now. And the thing is, is that, and it must suck as an actor to, to, to think I've done 30 movies before, but everybody now knows me only mm-hmm. as Iron Man. Um, Chris Hemsworth has done a few other movies. He's Thor. He's yeah. Thor now. He's Thor now. Um, and, you know, you watch these characters. I watched, was it the 25th year anniversary where they released, um, they, they brought a lot of the cast back and interviewed them. I think it was on HBO. It was like an hour and a yeah, half yeah. long special. Oh, yeah, yeah. Return to the Castle. Um, and you got to meet, and a lot of the characters still look just like they did. And mm-hmm. I see them. And so you're going to have people that are going to go and watch this new movie and immediately going to go, Ooh, here's the thing that's not my harry that's yeah. not my ron that's right. not my hermione <laughs> yeah they, they were so iconic in the, and they played them for eight movies yeah watched them grow which up. is unheard of outside of horror <laughs> um watch these people grow up they were the characters basically seeing someone else get pointed at and go that's ron weasley will not make sense no i don't and like you, even watching the behind the scenes footage, because uh, uh, it was Emma Watson, right? Was yeah. uh, was Hermione? Uh, and what's Draco Malfoy's real name? I can't remember his name. I'm sorry. I'm, I, I know movie names. Tom Felton. Tom Felton. They were apparently really, really close, like best friends. And so watching them play, and they're they're hugging, and everybody's smiling, mm-hmm. and you're just going, "No, Draco no, Malfoy, get away Malfoy. from him." <laughs> Um, because that's that's who He's you lured you in. Um, the guy that played um, King Joffrey in yeah, Game quit. of Thrones, yeah, quit acting because he was yeah. like, I'd go up and people would just hate on you. Yeah, and I think p- people like me, I see that and I go, that's a good movie. I spit on him one time just out of <laughs> just out of when spite. I saw him. Yeah, this is for Ned. <laughs> um, but I think people people get so attached to these things and attached to movies and attached to this art that they can't disassociate. These are people pretending. Yeah. yeah. These are people pretending. Uh, you watch the. I know I send the interview every time it comes across my phone. Um, of uh, again, terrible names. Guy play uh, Gandalf, Ian McKellen, where he's explaining to like how <laughs> how did how did you act? And he goes, "I'm pretending to be a wizard." Yes. And then yeah, and he goes, and Peter Jackson called me and I told him, you know, I've never been a wizard before. And he's like, yeah. And he goes, but how do you do it? And he goes, I see the problem. So I'm um, Sir Ian, Sir Ian, Sir Ian. Action! You shall not pass! Cut! Sir Ian, Sir Ian, Sir Ian. <laughs> and, but I think people yeah. see them and they're like, oh, that's Gandalf. That's, that's, you're yeah. not a person outside of this. But but I will see. I'm, I'm, I'm not even really optimistic about Harry Potter. I'm excited that the franchise is getting some love. I really some, wished we would have gotten a prequel. Some things just need to end and they're okay. Endings for movies are the hardest thing to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that is what you take away from the movie. When you walk out of a movie theater, you walk out with the ending fresh. You don't re- you remember the beginning a little bit, you remember the middle of it, but you remember the ending and that's what sticks with you. And people are terrified to end things now yeah. because endings mean I can't make more money off of you. Hence you went into Infinity War and Endgame and you said Loki's dead. 
And we dead, all went, dead. Loki's dead. And they said, Loki's dead. And you're like, no. He's getting a TV show yeah. later on yeah. this summer. Black like, Widow. Yeah, she's yeah. dead. And we're going, no. And they but go, the no way. She's getting a prequel out. movie. Oh, she's, she's fine. She's fine. And there's a multiverse now. So we're going to bring him back from other universes. And it's fine. Um, and that's because we can make money off of this. We don't want it right. to just end. And I think the, the era of one-off movies is gone yeah, unless yeah. you know, independent films are still there. Independent films is still thriving, but 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 as far as big movie, you're never gonna have a. What's the, what was the last big movie that was just one movie? I would have said Avatar till a week ago. <laughs> right. Shut your mouth! Shut your mouth! Are you all right? We're gonna get into Avatar in just a second. We're gonna don't worry, we're gonna get there. But big movie that was a one off. Let's see. Because I'm actually, I, I, I'm drawing I'm a blank. Man. I'm I've seen movies that I Blade Runner, but no, no, nope. they made another Blade Runner. Nope. everything's a franchise now. Well, this is a reflection of the gaming industry, right? I mean, yeah. it, you can't get. I mean, it's so hard to find an original franchise mm-hmm. uh, that they just want to take. I mean, this, this. I mean, we're we're going back 20 years now, where you know you, you get stuck on one game that worked. And there has to be 10 Rin- other games. Rinse, slather, repeat. Yeah. Yep. Well, now, remember going back, this is the, for you young people, going back to like Nintendo 64, uh, 90s, 2000, early 2000, when you went to Walmart, and there, or Target or wherever, they had one four-foot section of that system, and it's video games, mm-hmm. and a controller and a TV to play. And then the next four-foot section was the Nintendo section. One four-foot section, video games, controller, this. Now you walk in and there's 16 to 20 feet there's of games aisles. for yes. one console. I haven't heard of 99% of them. Yeah. On the far left, you have your Marios, you have your Pokemons, you have your Call of Duties. And then the rest of it is just games that look like these games. <laughs> that, yes. that look slightly similar, same font, same kind of images. And they're like, oh, it's kind of like... Have you noticed when people describe movies and video games... How was the game? It's just like this other game. Well, then yes. why would I play that game? Why would I just play the original? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing. You need to have a reason to have a remake, a sequel. I think besides money, make, yeah. Other than something, other than money, like I have this new idea. I want to put. It would go great with this. Like, you know, for a while there, every Zelda game was a pretty new concept. Yeah. For a while there, I mean, it was the same gameplay essentially, but they would. Add in something new, something that would make the game wholly different. Now, now this is a, a, a concept that they do in games, and they do in movies too. So we just got done completely blasting the idea of a Harry Potter reboot. Yeah, but digitally remastered games. Oh yeah, where they go in and take a game and they say all new graphics, same yeah. basic story. We added a few new things in there. Sure, but we completely we we're re-releasing the game, and then we we go and buy them. Yeah, there is a case to be made about preservation in video games that way because if if you aren't ready to sail the high seas um for for old video games some of them are impossible to play yeah unless the company decides to remaster them yeah unless you know a little bit about emulation exactly unless you're ready to sail the high seas (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) go and be a freeman out on the ocean and (laughs) this is not my car yar (laughs) but no you're 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 right um i mean that's just Again, I think it's the love of obscene amounts of profit. Yeah, is, it, it is. Is making them not take chances on movies going bad. Mortal Kombat, great movie. 
Wait, which one? The first one. Yeah, yeah, the original Mortal Kombat was a great movie. Yeah. The next the one? The second one was not. <laughs> well, well, let's think about this. What made Lord of the Rings great? Right? Peter Jackson, Peter Jackson loved, loved it. the source. Yes. But it was also, with Lord of the Rings, it was a complete idea beginning to end. He knew making the first one, he was going to make a third one, yes. and he was going to end it. And he followed And it was a full thought. And, I mean, you're also looking at, you've got source material, you've got tons of, of love and lore. I mean, I've, I've got 12 books right up there that's all backstories to the Lord of the Rings that just notes he wrote. Um, so he had all of this and was able to pull it together and say, we're going to make three movies. Here's what we're going to do. Beginning, middle, end. This is it. Whereas the rest of them, they go, we're making a movie, beginning, middle, end. If it's good, we'll make another one. If it's not, we're done. And then it goes yeah. good and they go, we're making another one. Let's keep going. What's yeah. the plot? I have no idea. <laughs> no clue. Make something up. Yeah. We know what we need? We need a famous person to come in and randomly be uh, bringing it. Marvel's doing that now. The show where the movie's okay. All right, add in one of the originals. Add in a, a big superhero now yeah, to yes. spice it Someone up. Literally walks in a door. Whoa! Yeah. You know? when, when I haven't watched She-Hulk yet, but people go, "She-Hulk's great." Daredevil's in it. I'm like, "Why did Why did you need this? Why do you have to add all this in just to make it?" And it's because we're we're lacking, I think, in depth of storytelling and trying to fluff over all of that. It's moments. They're selling moments, cool of shock stuff. and surprise instead of. Things that you know are you ever gone encapsulating? I, I know we watch older movies, but when you go back and watch an old movie, and you have that scene where the camera zooms in on the person's face, and you see pain and tears slowly fall down, yeah, and they're selling it. You don't have that anymore. No, you, that is that that is not a scene you see. Do you guys remember earlier when I mentioned A twenty four and Nick was clueless on all the movies? A twenty clueless. This stuff still happens in A twenty four movies, but compared to any of the yeah, big production companies, no, but big, right. but yeah, no. It, you don't get those because indie films you still get it in. Yeah, of course. You still a lot of the straight to DVD, a lot of the stuff where they don't have these huge. We don't have to make a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. And speaking of making billions of dollars, Avatar. 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 Now, one thing we talked about beforehand was we talked about how the Matrix two and three came out back to where they filmed it all together. That's apparently what they've been doing for the last thirteen years. Oh, really? Is filming Avatar two and three. So three's oh. three's done. What? It's currently as it sits, uncut, with the CG, it's nine hours long. Whoa. Wow. But from what I read, from what I read, they said they wanted to do the CG for the most part for the whole nine hours, watch it in the nine hours, and then cut it back. They didn't want to make cuts until they saw the story so they could know what could they take out without, without ruining the story. Well, but part good. three is done. Wow. Man, that's um, that's epic. Now it's you James got you Cameron. all. You all haven't James watched Cameron. Avatar. No, I haven't seen the new one yet. So we went and saw due due to some some health restrictions. All Christmas plans, like ninety percent of my Christmas plans, got canceled. Um, uh, we had a family member get get really sick, and we have a newborn, so we we're like, we're not doing that. So we we had nothing to do, and we've been home logged for for two months with the new baby. And we said, let's go out, let's go do something. And I was like, nobody sees a movie on Christmas Day. And everybody I talked to were like, yeah, we used to way back in the day, but nobody does this anymore. So let's go see Avatar. So one, I don't go to movies often because of that. But two, it's like $80 mm-hmm. for me and my ragtag crew an of, event. Yeah. of people. Because you're getting popcorn. Yeah. We all sneak if, in candy. If I go to the movies, I'm getting popcorn. Yeah, we all sneak in candy, sweets and treats and stuff. 
but you don't sneak in popcorn. No. There's nothing that no. beats that buttery goodness with extra butter. Did I mention the butter? Mm-hmm. Um, and you get the big soda, which is $14 for, for a soda that big. But we went and saw Avatar three hours and like 10 minutes or something. It's great. I'm so glad to hear that. It was, yeah, I was worried. I've been waiting for a peer it was, you know, to, to tell me that it was good. Now, the people that I know that have said it was bad, my first question is, did you like the first Avatar? And they said, nah, it was all right. And I said, then why did you why go did see you the second one? That is, <laughs> I don't know. I like Terminator 2 better than the first Terminator. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> just, just leave. <laughs> leave. But no, so, and that's what I always ask. Like, did you like the first one? And if they say, man, if you loved the first one, I loved it. The first, I thought the first one was great. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, it's a retelling. Yes, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's it, a good movie, though. It, it's a good movie. It's a good story. Yeah. So, your first, and this is going to be a little spoilery, so if you don't want to know anything, skip ahead like 10 minutes. We're not going to be on this long. I'm not going to tell all the big points to it. But, so your all your first questions are, why are we getting a second one? How are they going to do a second one? Why is this happening? Why do we need a big bad guy? Who's the big bad guy? Like what, all your questions are answered in the first 10 minutes. Very, very well done. So, the and movie the starts. story happens. Yeah, then the story happens. That's so good. That makes me so happy. So, mm-hmm. the first, like, ten minutes of the movie, they literally, they sit down and they go, so we left off. Sky people are getting kicked out. Navi are here. They burned down Home Tree, but we're going to rebuild. Um, by the way, uh, we now have four kids, and we've time jumped. And it goes through a few things, and we are, the planet's going great. Everything's going great. We're jumping ahead. Um, everything's going fine. And then they're laying down, and it looks like stars are falling. And they're all like, why are these stars falling? Well, it's these massive ships coming in with these huge like afterburners that are just lighting up the sky. When it hits the ground, it scorches the earth. And it's not like, oh, we burned 20 feet. You watch five other home trees get wiped away instantly. Oh, my gosh. All the, the forest full of animals, gone. Everything's gone. And it just, just and they're standing there just screaming as miles and miles is gone. And then it time jumps a little bit longer, and they dropped a city on the planet. Not a few bunkers, oh not a big ship. God. It's a full working Atlanta, Georgia, is on the planet now. They've got buildings and skyscrapers, and they've got trains, and it is a whole kit and caboodle. They've got a varsity. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> what do you have? What do you have? What do you have? What do you have? Um, if you've never been, don't worry about it. And always get the hot dog extra chili. Yes, um, yes. But, and then you find out that the big bad's the same big bad from the first movie. But what they had done is they took some of their DNA and sent it back, back home and cloned them into avatars. And so, but this guy's watching himself talk and you're watching before they go into the battle and he's like, if you're watching this, I'm dead, blah, blah, blah. So he doesn't know. This is pre that movie Marine with a group of pre that movie Marine Navi. No more connection. No they just are. They are. Wow. That's gnarly. And and so that's how they brought him back. And so he's like, all right, so we're just here to, to take out. And they go, well, you know, you died. He's like, what do you mean I died? And he sees his death. And he sees who killed him and he watches that. So that, that bring, bring, or gets you into the, the big bad of it. But they're like a squad taking out trains for a little bit. And it's it's awesome. It is a lot of recon stuff. This is all first 10, 15 minutes. Whoa. And then they realize, like, look, we have to we have to leave here. They're not going to stop hunting us. They're specifically hunting Jake and his wife and kids. So they leave and we go to the to the island, uh, Navi. And I was like, all right, now it's going to be a retelling of a story. That's, that's beautiful. 
is every bit the graphics are 10 times better as hard as that is to believe you watch water droplets come off like their arm hair um one thing that was kind of weird very early on in the movie they go look you know we all speak navi now like we don't really speak english so there's not a whole lot of translating they pretty much all speak english throughout the entire movie because they're all navi so we don't have them speaking their language and then dubbing it over um, but they, they're exploring the water. They're exploring new animals, new culture. Just everything you got with the first time you're in the Pandora Woods, you get it again and better in the water. Nice. And it is... Oh, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to see oh, that. It, is, it was great. And then the, the lead up for the third movie wasn't like... A, it, was, it wasn't forced. It was great. And the combat scenes are absolutely fantastic. Greatly filmed. Um, one of the best reaction scenes i've seen of people reacting with emotion best like i say it was we left the movie theater going i could have sat for another three hours wow and it's been a long time since i've sat three hours and ten minutes through an entire movie with a bladder full of cherry coke (laughs) and you know shoving popcorn in my mouth as quick as my hands can go into it and then said i want to go again round it up there (laughs) film man send it go i might actually go to the theater to see that great movie we'll go it was, yeah, it was we'll highly, highly recommended. Then we'll come back and we'll be able to talk about it a little bit. But one of the things that, that brought, you know, with, with Avatar, like we said, waiting for a peer to see it, um, critics are absolutely. And I mean, if you're a critic, let me let me start off saying, don't don't get offended. I love you. Love you what you do. Um, but you're useless. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a nice way to say that? No, you're right. You're right. Like, we remember Ebert and Robert. Yes. We remember... Um, I, I never experienced this because we didn't have TV, but I would see it in shows where people would get the, the TV channel guide and would go, well, let's read the review before we invest our time into a show or something. Books do that. We have, we have book blurbs on the back of a book that I flip and I read and say, do I want to invest my money, my time into reading this? Um, and I would ask people, hey, you enjoy fantasy. As a fantasy lover, what do you think about this? And I would, I would listen to him. But then other people would come up and be like, oh, I don't like fantasy and that movie was dumb. You don't like the premise. Yeah. Why did yeah, you waste yeah. your time? Avatar got terrible ratings for the first little bit. People were like, oh, the movie's terrible. It's great. And now, and it's funny, every every week I get a notification where they go, shockingly, Avatar does okay in the box office, but it can't last long. And then it comes back, all right, it's about to make a billion dollars in its first two weeks. But that can't last long either. And I'm like, when do you realize you're wrong? Mm-hmm. And you're just yeah. you're just saying stuff. Yeah. But but Rotten Green, or is it Green Tomatoes? It's just or, Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Green Tomatoes. <laughs> rotten Green Tomatoes. That's one of my favorite chick flicks. Yeah, Rotten Green. I'm, I'm pulling up, pulling up on my phone. I'm going to go to their website. Because a lot of people today will tell me, hey, you should see this movie. It got a 87 on on Rotten Tomatoes. Like that, that, that alone. That's all I yeah. need to know is this magical score. Um, so I went to, I, I Googled up and I pulled, fired up the old Googler, um, put on my glasses and did one of these numbers <laughs> and said, best movies that came out in 2022. And immediately it said, you want Rotten Tomatoes. And they've got a whole best movies of 2022 ranked. Um, they go through a quick thing talking about, you know, we've been doing this since Scream came out. We're the, the top most, whatever, whatever. Bunch of blah, blah, blah. Notice on the picture, yeah. the picture is Tom Cruise from Maverick. Maverick. That's the picture. That's their headline picture. Right. Not the headline movie. No. Number one, no bears. 
Got a no hundred score. Comment if you've seen that movie. Yeah. I haven't. I haven't. I didn't. Never even heard of it. Never yeah. heard of it. I'm sure it'll win Oscar. Number for best one. Picture. That was number, number one. one. Number now, one best movie. And one of the things, I'm not going to get too far into the movies, but one of the synopsis is it's a love story. So romantic movies, what they said was the best movie that came out last year. Yeah. Number two, Happening. Happening? Happening. I'm sorry. Wasn't there a movie called The Happening? Yes. No, that, that was an event. Yeah, yeah that okay. was... Wasn't that, the, wasn't, that, that. wasn't that plants? Yeah, yeah plants yeah, are making plants. people yeah. yes in groups That's, of four or more. <laughs> Three or five. The best acting I've ever seen is Mark Wahlberg. He's going, "What? No, <laughs> Stay away from the plants." But the number two movie that they said best movie, second best movie of 2022. The opening line for their the critics' consensus is a tough but rewarding watch. And that just doesn't sound fun. No, it's going to be a hard watch. But second best movie to come out. Um, you're gonna have to slug through it but it is it's such a good movie good no. movie ending yeah apparently number three Marcel the shell with shoes on I'm sorry what is that a kids movie wait a minute that's a YouTube video wasn't it what I don't know what I don't know okay uh, number four girl picture never heard no. where are these movies yeah, number four girl picture number five the banshees of Anna Sheeran yes Sheeran. that movie I've heard of very good movie. That should yeah. be number one. All right, so that's number five. Number six, Till. Number seven, The Quiet Girl. Nope. Nope. Maybe we're just uncultured swine. Yeah, I'm going to give you that one to read. Oh, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, the movie. Oh, Jujutsu, Jujutsu Kaisen's an anime. It, it's really good anime. I believe that. Ranked top ten best movies. I believe it. Uh, to come out. I'm the anime guy, though, so. To Leslie, number nine. Nope. Never heard, heard of, never heard of any of these. Lunana, uh, Yak in the Classroom, number 10. Okay. Okay. Now, number I'm 11. Sorry, is this global or are these foreign movies? I know. Are you making things up? No. Banshees of Anna Sheeran's an Irish film. So right. it's like, I understand. That's the only one I've heard of. Number yeah. 10, Del Toro's Pinocchio. Oh, good. Number oh, yeah. 12, The Duke. Don't know that one. Number 13, Hellbender. Heard of that. Number 14, Beavis and Butthead Do the Universe. Did that come out this year? Yes. According oh. to this rank, hold on. Beavis and Butthead Do the Universe uh-huh. is ranked two higher than Tom Cruise's Top Gun <laughs> Maverick wow. on the on the, this critics group's <laughs> best movie. Great Freedom, number 15, beat Maverick. Maverick, number 16. Um, let's see if I, how far I got to scroll down. Upon something we've actually heard of. I'm in the 20s. Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, number 26. Now that was a good movie. Turning Red, number 27. I like that movie. Um, Puss in Boots, number 29. Hold made, on, made the list. Wait, hold on. They made another Puss in Boots movie? They made movie? another one? Apparently, and okay. it came out this year. All right. that's, they, I don't know any of these. Okay, apparently, we're not the authority on movies. No. And I, I'm wondering, like when they, when they grade these movies, oh, The Sea Beast, that was actually good. Number, oh, yeah? number 42. I don't know if you've seen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sea Beast? No, I haven't seen it. Cool, cool story. Um, they hunt down monsters in the ocean and they get like money back for it. And it's one of those Moby Dick esque, but then you find out the monster's not yeah. really the monster. Look, I have yeah. no doubt. I have no doubt that those movies on that list are good. I have no sure. doubt. Sure. Sure. But what? I don't. Why are they? The, I, why are they the best? When yeah. no, no one I could even point to, and no one I know has seen those movies. I mean, it's 
you're releasing movie or, or I'm, I'm guessing like you're are you judging the movies on like you these are movies you enjoyed like what do you gauge the success of a movie how much money it brings right. in how many people went and saw it how many downloads how many views how many hours watched what what your rating is you know if you've got yeah. more five stars i mean how like many, i yeah how many people in a reddit group right yeah. about it yeah like what is like it? like let's say we go back in time to 2017 that's 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 the year that Avengers Infinity War came out. Where do you think it's going to place on that list? The halfway down, not on it at all. Top 20 maybe. That has to be the best movie of that year, right? Do you remember be. any other movie no. from 2017? Nope. No one's going to remember those movies. And that's like Except maybe Banshee's been a year, and that's that thing that's a classic instantly. Well, it was when good. when it comes to movies like if if you had to if you guys had to had to had to roll back and you're sitting down you have 2 hours to kill. What are you watching? Like what? Like if, if you if you had a go to like this is a, a franchise, I could watch a Marvel movie. I could watch because you can't just say you know one particular Star Wars yeah. over again. You're going to watch multiple Star Wars. Yeah. But if you like if, if you're surfing through the channels and just looking for something to watch and this is on, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to actively watch this, not play on my phone. Mm-hmm. What is that? What is your go to or could be a go to movie? Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. I knew you were going to say. I know you. I... <laughs> By the way, this is there's a, a guy that I met at work. He might be listening. I think he followed us. Um, him and I were talking, and I we I asked them a group. I said, "What's your favorite movie?" And he said, "By far, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World." Who he said, was it? Don't tell me later. I'll... He he was like he was like he was like, but the the graphic novels were so much better. Of course they were. And he was like, but the movie did a great job with pacing for the first one, but yep. sped through the other one. Sped ones. through the other one. I was like, you have got to meet Nick. This is yeah. exactly what Nick <laughs> exactly said. What, that's exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> Good news, everyone that likes Scott Pilgrim. They're making an anime adaptation of it yep. for a TV series. So Trailer dropping next week. Movie or show comes out in seven years. Yeah, exactly. So ten, ten years. There we go. Well, so like, what's a, so Scott Pilgrim? If it's on, you're watching. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. You know, I get like you were mentioning Pinocchio. I was prepared to play with my phone and watch YouTube videos while watching that movie. Yep. That compelled me. Like I want to watch it again. Rarely does that happen. Yeah. So ninety percent of my energy is taken up with with nerd fandoms and stuff like that. Um, so any you put a Star Wars on, I'll watch it. Um, but there are a few movies that are not nerdy at all that if it's on, I'll watch. And that's like uh, We Were Soldiers, oh, Saving yeah. Private Ryan, Band of Brothers. I know Band of Brothers is a TV show, but it's... You can really... Actors, actors in war movies, you really get to go especially, and do stuff. Especially the World Wars. Like, when you go through the World War II movies and stuff, those aren't movies I, I, I just can't play on my phone. Mm-mm. No, you got, they're, they're, no. They, they captivate They're not like watching. Yeah. yeah, it's... Uh, so, if, if that comes on, I have to be careful with Band of Brothers, because I'll stay up till 3 a.m., have you ever you guys ever seen I think it's Monuments Man I think we've talked yeah, about yeah very good movie. Yes. phenomenal same thing I'm right. taking my answer back my answer is Chef with Jean Favreau that's such my, a that's, good movie that's my favorite movie that's not part of a fandom or nerd stuff I've never even heard of it oh it's oh so good gosh. you're not a culinary guy either though right you really don't have it, to you be. don't have to be but anyone that is would get hit way deeper in it okay I mean if you've ever but uh, as a father to a son it really Okay. Or a man just trying to figure so what good. you are out, you know, it's, yeah. Yeah, a guy hitting rock. I mean, well, I mean, that's that's the classic story. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody that's, that's up here, you yeah. know, they think they're at the top. They hit rock bottom. Yeah. And then and, they work their way back up to figure out who they really are. And, and the re- weird thing about that movie, all the conflict is over yeah. in the first 30 minutes. Hmm. And the rest of the movie is him becoming himself, basically. 
It's very good. Yeah. But you're, you're right. Feel good. Yeah. That's one of those movies that I caught. Uh, I think Amy was watching it. Mm-hmm. It'll, and, it'll and I walked in, in and I was I was prepared to do some work or do something, but I was compelled to watch it. Now, one one thing that that you said that resonated with me, and I'm a, let's be honest, we're gonna be honest here. If you took all the time you watch movies and TV shows today, like your mm-hmm. average time, let's say you spend two hours a day with watching a TV or movie, how much on average are you doing something else while watching? Oh, ninety percent of the time. Unless it really, really drags me in. I'm either looking at my phone, having a conversation, or... Playing a game, playing reading games. something, working. Yeah. Like, and I, I realized, as you said that, you were like, you know, I play on my phone or I'm doing work. And I'm like, I do that all the time. Like, Ooh, I want to watch this movie. Play. Yep. And then you only look up when something crazy happens. Yeah. Maybe that's why I, oh, they ooh. make movies the way they do now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, ooh, I love this part. Yeah, and you put exactly. it down for a minute, and then you pull it right back up yep. and yeah. start reading the news. My wife still still just absolutely hates my guts because every time that, that our, our newborn wakes up in the middle of the night, she'll turn on something for noise, and she keeps turning on the director's cut of Return of the King. Man, it's, I, just, I will get sucked into that. And, yeah, and I'll that. wake up and you know to the horns, and I'll be like... Oh, let's got to watch this now. And then she'll be like, you need to go to bed. You got to get up at work. And I was like, you turn this on? She's like, I'll turn you it off. It's it. too late. No. It's too late. We're it's too late. It now. It's, we're storming. You it's fight it time. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, I'm that way about Lord of the Rings movies. I can't, I get compelled. Mm-hmm. I walk in. I, honestly, Harry Potter movies too. Yeah. I, I, I watch I, them I, every year. I never get sick of them. No. Yeah. I, I walk into it thinking, I'm just going to put this up for mm-hmm. ambiance no. and. No, we did that. We did that at at your house um last week. Yeah, put yeah. on Pris- uh, Prisoner of Azkaban. We all just sat there and watched it. Yeah, yeah. Just, you're in it. And Prisoner yeah. of Azkaban is arguably the worst one in the franchise. Come on, don't be inflammatory. There's something about that movie though, and, and I and I, it's either somebody's favorite or it's their work. Their, yes. I don't know. There's something very Christmasy I think about I, that. My one. favorite movie in the Harry Potter is Half Blood Prince, but I think Prisoner of Azkaban is the best one. From really? a cinema, yeah, from a cinematography standpoint, from a storytelling standpoint, that's the best one. And because you like, have a time oh, traveling from, element, and I'm always a sucker. So, so I love any, I love time travel. I I can't think about it because immediately I'll go, well, wait, wait a minute. Yeah. There's a paradox here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but so for me, you watch the first and second one, Chamber of Secrets. There is an innocency and magic yes. to the world. Yeah. Uh, Prisoner of Azkaban that goes away. Yep, yeah. it does. But then it starts it to gets, come back in Goblet. It gets stomped on at the end of Goblet. It, then, yeah. then it gets stomped on at the end of Goblet. <laughs> but then after that, you're immediately thrust into now we're darker yeah. and we're darker for from from uh, Order of the Phoenix on. Yep. Yeah. But so it's it's weird because you go children, innocency, light, happy, fun movie. To you know, a little dark, we got a basilisk, mm-hmm. but everything's happy and, yeah, and happy music. Very... And then prisoner, it's like it dark, Man. and we end dark, and it stays dark. And then goblet, ah, World Cup, and everything's great, and everything's happy. And then except, we did, except bum bum bum, boy, it was the thing that wasn't supposed to happen they happened. So Goblet of Fire is my favorite book, and one I would say Order of the Phoenix is a very close second for me. But Goblet of Fire is my favorite. But as an adult, I go back and watch it, and it's just it's it's comical to me 
when you hey Bonner, did you put your name in the goblet of fire? And it, like you're watching the scene, you're like, he's gonna die. And he's like, that's the rules. That's just the rules. He's got to he's got to play or die. And they're like, this is a school for children. Like, he's who, like, play who, or die. Who made the rules? <laughs> what happens if he doesn't play? Doesn't yeah. matter. It's death. It's the rules. The rules are concrete, Albus. Oh, the, to... but the rule about him not being in it wasn't concrete. Yeah, we broke that rule. You shut your face. <laughs> <laughs> that is just, oh man but I mean the whole Harry Potter franchise Harry Potter sucks I don't like it anymore <laughs> no it's great It does. none of it makes sense magic time travel any right. of it science fiction and fantasy if you think too hard about it uh, yeah. it gets muddy in the details yeah. if it made sense it would happen in real life yeah if it, absolutely one of the things um, we were talking about beforehand where I read The Inheritance Cycle um, and I'm reading Inheritance and we get to the big bad spoiler Christopher Pellini you're great but spoiler on this part and we're talking about the big bad magic user. Unlimited power, unlimited magic. Nothing is is withdrawn from him. Immortality, everything. He can do anything he wants. He can manipulate the world around him. Some of the elves in that book series would actually change their appearance to make them animals. Mm-hmm. Because they, they were more in tune with that animal. So they would grow fur. And, and it, magic is, is un, unencumbered magic. And they're talking and he's like, you know, you've done evil and you've killed countless. And he said, I spent the last three years... An untold energy just stopping people from making fake money. Because with magic, you can just copy money. Exactly. It's- or make the illusion of money. And he's like, so I've spent three years of my life making sure this doesn't happen for the currency. And I stopped for a second. I was like, well, that's a good point. That's good world building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it takes you out of it a little bit because you're in this big climactic scene where, you know, the Voldemort Dumbledore scene and somebody just says, stop, I'm stopping counterfeit money, stopping piracy. <laughs> Um, so it takes you out for a second, but yeah, you're like, this is good world building. And then I look back at Harry Potter and I'm like, oh, what's your excuse? Yeah. Why didn't you just make infinite money? Yep. This doesn't make sense. So, well, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because I remember, you know, watching the, well, I read the first book, uh, pretty much on, on bathroom time. I don't know. It's just... <laughs> we get personal TMI. here at the next square podcast no but i would i would literally sit in there just you know because i had two little kids ariel and steven running around like crazy and it was the only place i could read. terrible children Be honest. they were okay. horrible horrible but uh i remember reading it and i remember uh moments thinking this and then watching the first movie and seeing all that food appear oh, on the yeah. tables oh, and man. i'm thinking these people could solve world hunger they could you know like nobody should ever be hungry and then but I do love the fact that J.K. did go in, and I don't remember which book it was, but we got finally got to see how that all happens. House elves. Yes. It's, yeah. So basically, yeah, yeah slavery. Slavery. Yeah, this is slavery. <laughs> Can we I mean, solve you know, world hunger? Through slavery. <laughs> slavery. <laughs> you know, that all he was doing was teleporting or, or repositioning the food yes. right. from there below yep. the, the dining area. Oh, that's my phone. My bad. But, Shocker! We have jump scares on the next yeah. podcast. <laughs> but they were just moving everything from the the kitchen, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, up there. That they weren't magically creating food because right. that was a. I was like, wow, you know, that's pretty fantastic. Not in a good way, yeah, right. Um, but they did, you know, that there were limits to magic, yeah, and I do think that that is good world building. Building when you do show that there is a scope and that there is a, a yeah. limit. There's a cost to. When there's a cost to magic, really yes. makes it. Now, it, and even that though, once you get to a cost in magic, and a lot of writing and a lot of fantasy and movies and stuff, they say there's a cost to magic. But then, 
99 times out of out of 100, they find a way to get an almost unlimited source of energy. Yeah. Or the chosen one doesn't have to... Or light. the chosen one doesn't have to happen. Yeah. And that, for me, you know, reading, reading through Aragon, magic came with a cost. So if you wanted to move a mountain and you did a spell to move a mountain, it would cost the energy it would cost to move a mountain. It'd kill you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, then it got into a little bit... One of the fun things was it got into semantics and, and sentence structure, where if you drew the energy from something else... Or gave the energy in certain amounts. Like if you structured and word, found loopholes in the wording, you could do a little extra magic. And then there's dragons, who are just magic. Just magic. And if you have a dragon, you have magic. Mm-hmm. So you have a lot of dragons, a lot of magic. Big dragon, big magic. Big dragon, big magic. And then it was, well, I can just have this. So when you go into the last book, he's going into fights with the speed and strength of an elf fighting humans. With wards that stop arrows from touching him, and you're you're reading this, and he did a great job writing the fight scenes, and he writes it up where it's like, oh, he might die. He's not gonna die. <laughs> Spoiler: It's the first fight of the book, and he's yeah. the hero, yeah. and he's floating into a fight scene with normal dudes <laughs> with leather armor, and he's got a, a you know a magical dragon sword that c- turns on fire, and he can cut through metal with it. Sounds like a lightsaber, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's different. I don't know why Trust, it's different. Trust me, this isn't a lightsaber. It's not a lightsaber. Um, but you get to the point where it's like, just going to magic their way out. And I mean, Harry Potter magic their way out of a lot of stuff, but there's an innocency to it. And the the real story of Harry Potter is not the magic. The real story is a, a young boy who lost his parents and grows yeah. up with that. And so she put a lot into that, which mm-hmm. made a good story. And then built the world around that, which made a good world. Instead of just saying magic, cool. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Magic, cool. Yeah. We don't need word magic anymore. And I've heard people argue, well, they're all adults and really good at it. All of them? All of them. Because when I went to school, I wasn't the top performer. You had people who were top performers, and then you had me. Mm-hmm. I'd be the guy over there, like like uh, was it Seamus in the first movie, blowing it up, <laughs> just yeah. boosh, just constantly on so, fire. Now we'll see, we'll see what happens with stuff. I mean, I'm excited with movies. One thing I wanted to bring up was you know movies used to be a big deal. Movie night, oh, movie man. movie night at home was a big deal. Friday night we're done with the work week. Dad's home, mom's home. We're gonna put on a movie. And it was always an argument. What do we want to watch? I want to watch Lion King. Shut up, Nick. We're not watching that again. You've watched it nine times this week. Um, but we, we and again, showing my age, go to Blockbuster, yeah. grab a movie, grab some Mountain Dew, some popcorn, come home, have a pizza. And the, that was a time for the family to get together. We watched like Titanic on VHS when it was the two two uh, cassettes that you had to put in. Yeah. Um, and we would sit down as a family, turn the lights off, get comfortable, watch a movie together. Yeah. Now I watch movies at 8 a.m. Because <laughs> I have every movie I could ever possibly want at my fingertips with a button. It yeah. was 4 a.m. for me. Yeah, yeah. But so now, now movies, it, it's not nearly as special, I feel. But also when, when my parents said, hey, or like when my dad said, we're going to go watch uh, Phantom Menace. Get the family together, we're going to the theater, we're watching Star Wars, we're watching Phantom Menace. I looked forward to that. Tell the kids in class, like, we do this weekend. I'm going to go see Star Wars with my dad, my mom, my dad, my sister. We're going to go watch Star Wars. It's going to be awesome. Now it's like we're going to the movies. Oh, all right. 
Yeah. Also, movie theaters just aren't as magical as they used to be. Which is weird because they haven't updated it, since we were kids. Right. They've still got the, you, I wonder if I just got older if, or if there's something empty in them now. So you Like a shade has gone over them. When's the last time you guys went to like Arbor Place? The big, the, the mall, the big theater. It's been six months for me. Oh, I don't remember where we went now. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, I, I went and saw the um, Doctor Strange. Ah, okay. Multiverse yeah, of Madness. Yes. At Arbor Place? At Arbor Place. So yeah. you walk you walk into the kiosk, and at the front of it, looks like it's 20 years old. Yeah, mm-hmm. 100%. You walk around the kiosk, there's a little vintage arcade. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's very sad. Um, <laughs> then you've got the, the movie, the giant line for concessions that has three people <laughs> three behind Three people it. in it. Then you have the abandoned uh, thing over here to the right, like the big counter with the neon lights. Yeah. It's all, it's just abandoned. It's just yeah. nothing there. Yeah. They haven't updated. It's still got the crazy colors. It used to be like there. a coffee shop or something. Yeah. Yeah. All, like, it's, it's they, they refuse like to said, update. It feels dead. It, it really does. Good. It feels, it feels like abandoned. It yeah. feels so liminal. Yeah, it feels like you're walking through a carcass, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're, you're watching the, the death some... breaths of, of an animal just. <gasps> Yeah. Watch one more movie. <gasps> Have some popcorn. And till eventually When when that place used to be packed, it was an event. It was Midnight fun. releases. God, midnight releases of movies. Loved were awesome. the mid- yeah, you got all your friends together and it didn't matter if you came there alone or with friends. Yeah. It was a community. You would make a friend. Yeah. yeah you'd make you a would. friend at a movie yeah. a movie night. You'd be hot bobbing all these people around. Yeah, are you here to see episode two? Yeah. It's gonna be better than the first one, right? I remember we, yeah. we went and saw, um, we went and saw, I want to say it might have been Age of Ultron. Yeah. And jokingly, I, I had a Thor helmet and Thor's hammer. I was like, I'm going to bring, I had a Marvel shirt on that had the Avengers. We went to go see it. I was the most popular kid on campus. Other people in costumes, we were taking pictures. We met so many cool people and I was like, this is nice. Yeah, Not anymore. We need that now. now we, you don't talk, we don't talk to people. We don't talk to strangers at movie theaters no, anymore. No. But we used to. And I feel like it used, it used to, to be a big event. Oh, yeah. Trailers were bigger. Yeah. Posters were a big thing. Um, now, I'm always terrified when they say the movie comes out in a month, but the merch comes out this week because the merch has spoilers on it. <laughs> Who's the big villain? I'm assuming that guy on the t-shirt. <laughs> that big yeah. evil guy yeah, there. Is I'm probably... assuming that guy might be the villain. Um, but I feel like movies were a big thing. So when we take the kids to to the movies, we one, we don't go very often because it's very expensive. We try to make a big deal out of yes. it. We try to, we, you know, we, we go, um, this is not incriminating, um, but we go to a store that is not the movie theater, and we buy candy that is not movie theater candy, mm-hmm. and then we sneak it in, you know. Yeah. <gasps> oh, big, my gosh. Big guy over here. One time, one time we went and saw, it was a couple of years ago, we went during the, the, our movie theaters locally do the summer blowouts. Oh, yeah, where they just have like... Older, older cartoon yeah, movies for kids. Movies for yeah. The kids. Yeah, so we went to go see like Detective Pikachu. Great movie, phenomenal movie, loved it. And we went to go see it for like the fourth time. And it was a dollar that day, <laughs> so we went to go see it. And um, I had some candies and stuff. And we ran into people from my church mm. that were bringing their children and grandchildren. And, like, and they sat right behind us, and they 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 know who we are. <laughs> right, you're, we you're know who they are. The church. Yeah, they're leaders in the church. We're leaders in the church. And I'm looking at them. They're looking at me. I just go, you know what? I open up my bag, hand up my candy, and I feel a tap on my shoulder. And I look back, and they've got their bags open. And they're like, we've got carrots and pretzels and chips and candies. Nice. So we all started trading. I was like, okay, it's not just us. 
I don't think it's that big of a thing anymore. No, I mean, I, I still wear fun. cargo pants and shove the you know yeah. two liter coat. And no one, <laughs> that, no one that works at that theater is gonna say it. no. I know plenty of people that worked at movie. No one is gonna go. Excuse me. Excuse me. Get that, that out of here. Now, no one's gonna. We found this. a cheat code at Arbor Place. So Arbor Place is a, is a movie theater in a mall with yeah. food court. Can't bring food into the movie theater. You can bring uh, food court food yep. in a bag. Yep. So we would go to Sarku and get yeah, just a nice teriyaki chicken. Food by the pound. Yeah, yeah. food by the pound. Get a couple pounds <laughs> yeah. of rice, teriyaki chicken, vegetables, yeah, just, just and tie it in the food. bag and go, uh, and they'd go, oh, it's okay. And we'd get that seat where the wall is, and I'd open up, and I've got a drink, and we're over there just eating dinner, watching a movie. The, the, the key is, if you want to bring something into a movie theater, look at who's at the ticket counter. If they're leaning, you're good. They're, you're yeah. good. They're not going to say anything. I will say this as well. One, I'm a stickler, and I will get upset with people and refuse to go out with people. Like I have a hard time going out with people who will leave large messes. Oh no! Yeah, that's restaurant. Like Amber and I will break our tables down. We'll stack all of our cups and stack all of our plates. We'll wipe it down. Yes, they're still going to sanitize after us, but it costs me thirty seconds to make somebody's life a little bit better. Yeah, and cleaning and a movie theater is is hard. hard. So I've seen people that'll just leave it on the floor. Somebody will come and get it. I can't stand when people do that in stores. If you're going in the movie theater and you're sneaking stuff in there, that's fine. Just take the trash out and put it in the trash when you're done. Yeah. The the Carrollton Theater. Don't suck. When they, <laughs> oh. When they burst open. I'm talking about this was like the first couple of weeks they were open. Um, I was so excited that, that, that we had a theater again. and that Anyway, so I'm sitting there and I'm hearing these young, uh, young fellows behind me. Um, young you know, probably 13, 14-year-old kids. And... And you could just hear, I mean, they were throwing popcorn, they were doing all kinds of stuff. And when when it's all over, I'm standing up, I'm cleaning up my trash, and they have destroyed their row. Destroyed it. And I'm like, no, nope. I said, this is a brand new theater, guys. I mean, seriously. Like, I'll go stand at the end of this row. You're not leaving Good. until all that's picked up. And the thing that people don't understand, because... I just assume that they don't think more than three days ahead. Um, yeah, I'm getting I'm getting mad about these people. Um, is they will sit there and they will destroy things, and they're the first ones to complain. Why don't we have nice things right. in this town? Yeah, yeah, because like, you destroyed it. And that yeah. was my point, John. I said, guys, this is our community theater. Yeah, right. Like just and one day you'll you'll be out there working at that counter. Yeah, one at least gonna, one of you will. Yeah. yeah. And they're gonna call you to come clean up some little punk's crap and just just clean up. Not not only are you inconveniencing people by just destroying theaters, but then you're also gonna raise the prices. Yeah. Because now we've got to pay more people to clean the theaters. Or we're just not going to clean them. And so your yeah, theaters are going to be theater. nasty. And they're going to get shut down for cleanliness. Or they're going to turn around and say we're going to be the first theater in America that you're not allowed to have food and snacks in. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to go, well, this is ridiculous. Why are they doing that? Because you destroyed it. Because yeah. we don't want rats in our movie theaters. Yeah. And it's your fault. Yeah, and it just kind of ruins the experience for other people when they come in and their, their feet stick to the floor. And yeah. There are like, certain things I expect. I expect a little sticky floor. Yeah. But when when I watch people will eat candy out and then take the wrapper and then crumble it up. and no Even, even leaving it in the Bob. cup holder. Take it with you. Well, I've clean got up a after habit is it, we any buckets that we see we just go ahead and pick up. Yeah, and it's just as easy to just put it in our bucket and, and carry seconds. it on out. It takes two seconds, um, and I try to do that in front of the people that just stood up and okay. are obviously going to leave it there. I almost died in Iron Man two. 
Um, yeah? Yeah, I was almost killed watching Iron Man 2. What? <laughs> okay. So we went. We go to see Iron Man 2, uh, opening day, movie theaters packed out. And I'm with my, at the time I was with my, my best friend, um, we referred to him as Big Chris, or Bear, or he called himself Chocolate Thunder. Um, <laughs> so he was a little bit shorter than me, 300 plus. Wow. Big boy. Big, full of life, loud just the life of the party anywhere you went. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, he was, he's in all my wedding photos. We named uh, Ezekiel's middle name. is Christopher named him after him. Best best friend. He, in some of my wedding pictures, he's picking me up like I weigh nothing. Like He's just a big, larger than life. So we went to go see Iron Man. We're both big, big Marvel fans. We're sitting there. The lights are on. The screen is off. Okay. Pre-movie theater. Mm-hmm. Free game, right? Rules yeah. of conversation are allowed. Right. The movie hasn't started. So we sit down. Everybody's funneling in because it's opening day. So everyone's trying to get their yeah. seats. We got popcorn. And he go, He looks at me and he goes, well, what do you want to do after the movie? And I said, well, we can go to this. We can go to this. The mall actually had variety in stores back then. Right, yeah. It wasn't, yeah. It wasn't all teenager clothing shops trying to make teenagers look like they're 37. Um, so we were talking about, like, we're going to go do a little shopping, maybe hit up a Best Buy because Best Buy was still relevant. Um, and this guy in front of me, and I can see his, I could paint you a picture. I could paint you a picture. He had a black leather jacket on and he had an Iron Man t-shirt. Maybe a buck 10, buck 15. Big old, my people, big old glasses, ginger. Um, and he slings around in his seat and points a finger at me and my friend Big Chris and say, how about you guys figure out the itinerary after the movie? <laughs> Just like that. That and is awesome. Turns around and the light is still on. Right. Nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. And I'm very like, hey, you know what? I want to be, I, we are in a public setting. I want to be respectful mm-hmm. of other people's. So I was like, hey. so you brained them. No. So I'm oh, going, okay. so I'm going like, look, we'll be respectful. And I say, all right, we'll talk later. And Chris isn't looking at me. Because Chris. Chris is staring holes <laughs> into the back of this well, guy's head. This is head. Chocolate Thunder. This is Chocolate Thunder in the storms of brewing. <laughs> and so and so as, as Chocolate Thunder is staring at him, this fool who just yelled at us is sitting right in front of us. So the entire movie, Chris has got his foot on the back of this guy's seat. <laughs> and the movie theater is packed. So he waits till the movie theater is packed. Oh, man. And so the guy's just lurching forward, and he realizes with the ferocity that he's being thrown forward that this is chocolate thunder behind him. Right. There's nothing he can do. He's not actually Iron Man. Yeah. He can't stop it. And so Chris would be like, hey, let me have some popcorn. I'm like, okay, give him a handful of popcorn. He go, thanks. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the whole movie, and that guy's just sitting there. What's, yeah, what's he going to do? It's- yeah. And then a- afterwards, we talked, we cleaned up. Afterwards, they, they actually had a conversation about it, and then apologies were said, and everything was fine afterwards. But for a minute... Best case scenario. Yeah, and it, it honestly, it, wor- it worked out. It was it was rough on both sides. But afterwards, like, because the guy was like, yeah, that was really rude. And I'm over there going, yeah, it was. And Chris is going, well, you were rude to us. And I'm going, well, yeah, he was too. I don't want to fight. I don't want nothing to do yeah, with this. But I agree with everybody. Yeah, I agree with everybody. He reaches into his trench coat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, but, you know, I'm here to watch Iron Man, guys. I know. Yeah, Just yeah. here for Iron Man. Yeah. Um, but, no, we, and that was one of the movies, least enjoyable film I've ever seen. Because I spent the whole time going, is this going to boil over right. into fisticuffs? And I'm going to have to defend my honor. And this is the um, best fighting stance have I have. George Costanza. As a, as a skinny <laughs> guy myself, I've learned to be 
non-confrontational in most public settings. Yep, and like I said, it worked out. It worked out fine. But and even after that, I've, I'm I'm a stickler. If my phone goes off, I don't want a, a bit of light to show because yeah, I'm trying yeah. to be conscious of people around right. us. Like, no, everybody spent money to watch this movie. Oh yeah, I, um, make, I make sure that doesn't happen. Yeah, like I'll borderline turn I'll, phones off. Yeah, I suppose I'll leave it in my car. Because I hate telling like, hey guys, we're going to go see a movie. Just walked in 30 minutes later. Well, how is it? Are you kidding me? No, no, I'm not. And, and so crazy. like I don't go to movies without my kids most of the time because I, I don't want, if somebody has my kids and they text me, oh, something wrong. Yeah. Do I need to, do I need to, do I need to get out of here? Um, but like I said, worst, I thought for sure we were about to have a huge fight. I thought for sure bad things were coming. It all worked out. I said, we cleaned it up. They 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 shook hands and, and and bonded over it and we laughed leaving, but after that I was like we sit away from people, you can't be around people. <laughs> you, really, this culture where we're at right now, nobody has any patience. No, no. Um, a lot of people are packing, so you don't want to. Yeah, you know, you don't what, even need a permit to conceal carry in Georgia anymore. What what could really? Be, yeah. That's uh, yesterday, That's right. day before yesterday. What what you could do. Normally, which is diffused through humor or what, it's harder to do fear. now. People are just so offended. Oh yeah, and working working with the public, um, you get people who are irate, and we try try to defuse. And there's been times where people will verbally and physically assault me at work, and I'll say it's time to go. Let's do this. Let's handle this. And then somebody will go minimum wage, and I'll go. <laughs> What am I doing? <laughs> yeah. This isn't my stuff. I don't care. Yeah. I don't get paid for this. <laughs> exactly. Have a wonderful day. Take yeah. your 10% off. I don't oh, give whatever. two rips. Yeah. And they go, you let him take 10% off. I don't care. Not 10% for me. Yeah, he didn't take the. It he didn't was, take 10% of my body mass. Yeah, yeah it's worth that 10%. Take yeah. It. Yeah. Just, just be done. I just I know, paid we, it off. We work with a guy that would, that, would, that would pay the guy 10% to get into a fight with him. Oh my, yes. Yeah. You're on film. <laughs> <laughs> you just mouthed his name like we're not on he camera. He doesn't watch this. He doesn't watch this. We're we're not we're not Punisher right he, now. He 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 or got Conor McGregor an hour ago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's that's that. But no, movies movies have been a big part of my life. Seeing properties become movies that I have read and going, I'm going to get to see this. Oh my that's goodness! Cool. And then watching it, and sometimes it's done really well. Sometimes it's not. But even the fact that. Other people, that proves to me that other people bought this book. It'll say like New York Times bestseller sold a billion copies. But in my mind, I think I'm the only one that read Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. And then I go and I'm like a, th- a theater full of people with Harry Potter shirts. And I go, yeah. this yep. is okay. Going to, my people. Going to Disney World and going and seeing the Millennium Falcon for the first time. I teared up and I'm looking at it. And you're listening to the sounds of TIE Fighters. And people are pushing around droids as they sweep up in full costume. So immersive. And I'm going, I'm trying to hide it a little bit. And I'm like, you know, this is a Millennium Falcon. This is a life-size Millennium Falcon. And then some other guy, I look over and there's another guy with his family. And he's wiping away. Yeah, I mean, it's it's magic. And I'm not alone. And I'm looking around and my son's going, this is cool, Dad. And I'm like, yeah, it is. (laughs) This is okay. It's all right. Um, That's wonderful. I mean, you know, when you can still tap into that. Yeah. In this world. When when you you can can have wonder and... But really enjoy things with other people. Yeah, and movies used to be that, and they still are. And I'm trying to hold on to that. I'm trying not to go to the movies every weekend and and and, and you know dilute it to where it's just a thing we do. Um, but we're going to end on this because just as wonderful as that experience was, it was ruined by a Karen. 
So we're in line for Rise of the Resistance. And this is when Rise of the Resistance first opened up. And for those of you who don't know, Rise of the Resistance, to get on, you had to get a boarding pass. And so you have to be on property, somewhere on property, at like 6.45 in the morning. And you turn your phone on, and you had to have the Disney app, and you had to go to a boarding pass, and it would say, do you want to select, you know, Rise of the Resistance? It was the only option, but they still had that as a, right. as a cue. So you click it, and it would say, not open. And then what you would do is you would scroll through and you would refresh, refresh, refresh. At 7 a.m., they would say, we're allowing 5,000 people to ride this ride today. There's 50,000 people, I don't know what the real numbers are, who want to ride the ride. May the odds be ever in your favor. <laughs> and so uh, the first first time we went to Disney, we actually didn't get to ride it. Mm. So because we, we refresh, 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 gone. And I mean, within 10 seconds, it says booked out. Um and then uh, it would reopen at one. If if they had openings, they would reopen at one with the remaining tickets and do the same thing. But you have to be on property, or you have to be in park. You have to be on your phone. You, I mean, it's all the stuff you had to do. So we talked to an IT guy, and the guy said the second time we went, he goes, "Let me tell you the trick: get off the Wi-Fi, to stay off the Wi-Fi, uninstall the app, reinstall the app at like six thirty in the morning." He said, "Get a fresh app, get off the Wi-Fi, and go. Just make sure you have a good cell service." Because it'll gum up the Wi-Fi with everybody refreshing, and you'll just bypass them. Oh. And so we 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 got in. First time we said, "Bloop!" We're all laying in bed. We we had a, a family that was with us was on the other side of the, or on an, another room. We had the door open. Six forty in the morning. We're all in our pajamas. Refresh. One eye still crusted closed <laughs> with 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 pixie dust. Um, but we got it. So we are pumped, and but we got it for like three in the afternoon. So you get all day, you're, th- you're going to rise the resistance. So at, at, you like 30 minutes before, you have to go and get in line, show them your boarding pass. Then they let you wait in another line. Then you walk through the ride. Then you get to the ride. And it's all like everything's behind closed doors. Very, very secret. So we're pumped. I just bought my lightsaber. We are just Star Wars sensors going or overloading. And we go to get in line and this old couple uh, walk and cut in front of us. Just, she's in, in like one of those little ride-on things, and they just walk right in front of us. Mm-hmm. And the guy says, yeah, you got your boarding pass. And she goes, what's a boarding pass? And they go, you have to have a boarding pass to get on this ride. She goes, I paid my ticket. And they're like, well, no, it's, it's something different. So they, obviously, they don't have a boarding pass, so they step them off to the side. We're going through. We're trying to take pictures. They've got memorabilia. They've got life-size props. There's you know, X-Wing, all kinds of cool Star Wars stuff. And I just hear them screaming the entire time. You all think that people care enough for Star Wars to get up at 6 o'clock in the morning and get your stupid boarding pass. I mean, berating the Disney employees. Meanwhile, saying Star Wars is dumb and arguing for why they should get on the Star Wars ride. <laughs> and like, we want a refund. We want managers no are getting awareness. Yeah. Managers. And we're trying to usher away because I just don't want to hear it. I want to hear TIE Fighters. Right. I want to, I want to hear X-Wings. I want to hear the fuel lodges and stuff. I want to hear yeah. this. And I'm hearing this lady scream how dumb Star Wars is. Now let me on that Star Wars ride, yeah. you. And just completely, completely put a dampening. It's stuck in my memory bank now. My first time riding Rise of the Resistance was amazing. But I will always have that, that, that little couple screaming about how stupid we were and how stupid Star Wars was. But let me on the ride. Do you, do you think... As baby boomers, you know, move on to the great beyond, that maybe that'll, we'll have less of that in our society. No, you think it's going to be a thing forever? So much more. I don't know. People didn't used to do it. 
They didn't used to do it, but now look at look at the way society is now. People want what they want, and they want it instantly. Yeah, I guess you're right. We said patience is no longer a, yeah. a thing we see. Um, I think it's good. Now I think there's going to be there's going to be a, a vast majority of society are good people. Vast, vast majority. Yeah. Those are the ones that go completely unnoticed. The screaming people at the front are the ones that get all the attention. So I think the vast amount of society are going to be okay. But now you have people that are breaking open milk jugs for video content. Yeah, you're right. It's no longer I'm mad. It's I want people to like me on social media. Let me make a mess and ruin everyone's day and cost this company money and time to clean this up. Ha, ha, ha. Like and subscribe. Speaking of which, don't forget to like and subscribe to Nick Squared uh, Podcast. I have been Nick. I've also been Nick. And I'm Jay. And we'd like to say, you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome.